1: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price
0: line. So I turn to Caitlin, Jenner, Yeah, and Bruce. Almighty. Yoker. And I go help him. He's going to get pulled out of the boat. And, and, the, and the fishing line breaks. And thankfully, you know, she falls back in. And uh, so, I go over and I go like, oh my gosh, that was crazy. And she goes, well, it was so strong. It was so strong. That wasn't any normal fish. And so, I go, well, I better check this out. And I skin dive in there. I free dive down and I pull up a marlin uh It was about 240, 300 pounds. But it has a whale shark biting onto it. And I go, I think I found the problem. And you know, whale sharks usually don't have teeth or even really mouths that open. So it was a freaky one.
1: So this was, you said this was the boat. It's a boat. Well, this wasn't the ark. Uh,
0: Bruce Almighty's
1: ark? Because Bruce Almighty... Oh, he had
0: I a guess famous. it was, I, I, you know, it's probably the bones of that Ark, but it's been repurposed and it's much nicer. Okay. Yeah, he did have that famous one, which I wasn't even thinking about. Or wait, Evan Almighty had the Ark. You got me. But he might have been on Evan's boat because it was big and there was a lot of animals in the inside, but we're on the outside and it was um, looked like it had been repainted.
1: And the other question I had was you said, help him. He's going to be pulled out of the boat. Mm. And then you said she fell back into the boat. Oh, okay. And so was it she, Caitlin, was pulling on? No,
0: I turned to Caitlin and Bruce and said, help him. Okay. And what was happening was uh, Peter Fonda was – reaching over the boat and was holding little L fanning and he, and she was getting pulled oh, away by the fish. Elle. Oh no. And so, so they, you know, they didn't really help, but thankfully she did fall back in. I was never worried about Peter, but I was saying, help him help Peter pull little L
1: little L and she fell and she fell back, back in the, the boat. Thankfully. Oh, okay. I thought you had accidentally referred to Caitlyn Jenner as a, as a he, how do you mean? That's just what I thought happened when you, when you said. You, why would that happen? Just hearing the story, it seemed like that was kind of like the discrepancy that had. Oh, I don't. Had occurred with you. I don't see that that's at not, all, but I knew what the happened. story. Oh, you
0: knew the story. But I turned to them and said, help him. I said, I turned to them and said, help him. Mm-hmm. So like, why would I turn to them and be like, help him? Like, why would I turn to Caitlin
1: I just thought you would help. have referenced I just thought you would have referenced Peter Fonda or little L Fanon at some point earlier in the story did I not no no no
0: oh they were in the boat. okay well L was halfway in thankfully she fell back in
1: Hey welcome just hey, kind of kicking button dropping Dumb names, names yeah. and the red carpet red line oh, back right. hallways of this industry and we call it call. Shows. Yes, that's exactly right. We love to look at trends. Mm. We love to track their ups and downs, and we love to do trend spotting.
0: I'm like a super Doppler that way, where I'm sort of always tracking these little bips and beeps coming into my brain of oh, this is over here, and there's and that's a there's a storm, rainstorm storm of coming. movies about storm coming, you know, uh, um, uh, uh, anarchy,
1: and it's and so that, but. But as you are spotting trends, sometimes you're looking at a trend where you're saying, I don't spot this trend. Mm-hmm. Where is it?
0: Yes. And it's missing and it's missing from the conversation and we need it right now more than ever. And it's a segment that we call. Uh, uh, trend Notting. Trend knotting, Like not Trend Nottingham.
1: And that's when we see trends that are Nottingham there, that should Ingham be there.
0: And then maybe the sheriff of Nottingham is hoarding all the good trends and not letting and we need to be the Robin Hoods of Hollywood and go and steal the trends away and give them to the people.
1: The trend that we haven't seen lately in watching movies and examining them uh Lately, there have not been any movies about babies.
0: Thank you. Uh,
1: Sean, I know you had some things that you wanted to say about babies in general and especially babies in movies.
0: Babies is so punk rock. And I'm talking badass. I mean, really think about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, actually use your freaking bean and actually think about it okay. for a second. And you might go, like, babies straight up pee on their dad. In his face? That's so punk rock. I'm sorry. I don't know if Mr. Sidney Vicious ever did that. You Mm -hmm. know, Uh, and if he did, good. That's he is a punk. And Babies is doing that even earlier. And while the dad is trying to help them.
1: Get clean diapers.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And they want the diaper, but they also want to just say, like, whatever. It's on my terms. Mm -hmm. And that's the essence of punk rock, and it's something missing from today's society.
1: And you look at movies today. You used to see movies about people having to take care of babies and being scared of diabetes and... Burpees. Oh, no. They don't know what to do. And also babies running amok. Large babies of unnatural size. Smashing. Mm -hmm. Being Godzilla. Babies escaping from criminals.
0: Where Uh, they go, yes.
1: Yes. And uh, today, Mm. what you see instead is a different kind of babies, which is babies grown up into adult, 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 and the adult not being punk rock. Honestly,
0: in today's industry, never being
1: on anyone's dad, let alone their own in today's PC Hollywood. Mm-hmm. There's P- no C, no CP. Yes. No.
0: Yes. And there's only really a couple true punks and it's me, Hayes, Ryan Reynolds, engineer Ryan and babies. So.
1: If if you, if you that think is, about it yeah, like that... I, I'm sorry. We should clarify. That's Ryan Reynolds, parentheses, Engineer Ryan. We, I, Have we ever explained that before?
0: That Engineer Ryan is Ryan Reynolds? I don't think we have. Okay. Well, that's an oversight on our part. But I really think that if we just took one step back, we could probably come up with some really good baby movies just off the top of our being right now. Yes. For instance... What happened when a cool guy
1: ends up with baby? Mm-hmm. Ooh, well, oh, oh, oh. and so he wants to have a baby? It oh. fits with his lifestyle? Oh, no. he's It's going to really change. Oh, that's funny. Uh, oh, oh. But what if it's not him having a baby? What if it's his friend? Friend. His yeah, friend. his
0: friend. Yes. yes. So he's like, he's going, oh, come on, man. Mm-hmm oh, I got these two twin stewardesses coming over. And the guy's like, oh, I got to deal with the stinky-dighty.
1: Mm-hmm. And sometimes maybe his friend um, has emergency. Oh, no. And then he, and now his house becomes the baby's house for one night.
0: Oh, man. Mm-hmm. But he would be having a party or the babies on cocaine. Anything yes. can happen.
1: This is similar to my pitch. Oh. That last element, which is a, a drunk baby.
0: Ah, mm-hmm. yes. Nothing to me is funnier than getting fucked up. And... While we're on the topic of, yes, we've said weed culture, just mentioning a specific about That's weed, the mean. way you smoke That's it. That's
1: what I mean when I say drunk. I mean, doing on drug.
0: Oh, yeah. And he's, well, they go hand in hand. Because mm-hmm. also being so drunk. And one thing people do when they're drunk is throw up. And that makes me
1: lose my shit laughing wise. baby. What if the baby uh, has to like boot and rally? But he has to like can booty and rally. Like they wear yes. little booties, yeah. And he has to be like he has to get like a hot chick to like burp him so oh. he can so he can boot and rally and rage. Oh, and he's raging. Oh nice.
0: This movie sounds great. So anyway, that was Trent Nottingham.
1: And now, Engineer Cody, I know whatever you're just by your facial expression, I know Don't bl- press your keyboard. What are you looking at? Okay. Okay, I got it. Just let me memorize what Cody's looking at. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to come back with a report of what Cody's looking at on his screen. Okay,
0: Hayes is currently gathering a report of what Cody's looking at on his screen. He meant to sneak around and catch Cody's screen.
1: I could tell from his look of concentration that it had nothing to do with the show. Okay, I'm back with the report of what Cody was looking at.
0: And I couldn't be more excited to learn what it is.
1: It was Facebook. Uh Uh-huh. But not any, not just any Facebook. Was it a group? It was a post from the Lad Bible, which is a Bible for lads, which is sort of like... Naughty young lads? Yes, which is sort of Uh like a British term for naughty boys. And it was a picture of a guy who FaceTimed his PlayStation so he could play it in the bathtub. And so he, like, had a monitor set up in his bath so he could play PlayStation while in the bath.
0: Now, I should make this clear. We've been recording for maybe 15 minutes, and Cody was studying this picture the entire time. <laughs> his now, <facial> it, expression, <laughs> it did take Hayes a little bit to put together what was going on in the picture, but Cody had, I would say, 15
1: times as long. And I'm still not sure he would have been able to explain it. And I wouldn't say he was enjoying the picture by any means. He was, like, dissecting it with his eyes in a way. Like, it was like he was really concentrating very hard. It was like he had to submit a report well, on it each by, element, the, by the end of the show. Each
0: element took a little while to absorb. The tub, first off, is probably pretty unfamiliar. I mean, let's face it, that's not where engineer Cody boy is spending the bulk of his time or any time as far as I know. So the idea of playing video games in there is like, he must have gone, is that a video game like lying in machine? And it's like, no, Cody, the tub is where people wash. And then he doing something crazy in it.
1: Yes, you're right. Anyone who has the number of rashes I've seen Cody have Mm -hmm. is not... A tub guy. Yes. Okay. That's Cody, do you, speak, do, you, do, you, do, you, do you care to speak?
0: Do you care? Do you want to lay it up, on us? What's going on with this pick this? for you? I'm speechless.
1: Would I don't you, know. Do you subscribe to the Lad Bible? Yeah, are you
0: on the Lad Bible a lot? Not a lot. No, but but yeah. every day. Just when it pops up. How does it pop up if you're not engaging with it? I've never seen it, so it's just tips and tricks for... for uh, Lads for lads for so. lads. What's up the pre- best tip, general? What's the best tip you've gotten so far that you've been able to use in your own life? I like the uh, the life hack series. Mm-hmm. Yes, we love life oh, hacks. That's so cool. If you can break a parking meter, you don't pay it. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. What's one for you? Well, one you could um, flip a table upside down and put your phone on it, and put it over your head while you're laying down, and then you can sli- like lay down and watch your phone. To watch videos, walk me through it. Well, from yeah, the will, beginning. You, will <laughs> you
1: start that over from the beginning, please? <laughs> well, you first need a glass table. Oh, it's glass. Oh, okay, that helps. So you should yeah. imagine that, and that's then you put it know.
0: over your your bed.
1: And now you just you did just wipe sweat off your forehead. Did I did I imagine that? No, you undersold it. In fact,
0: and then you put your phone on the table. With the screen facing your way, and you look through the glass, and that way you can lay down and look up at, instead of having to hold
1: it. Oh. But the table is upside down? Maybe that was a different one. It stuck to the ceiling or something? Oh, I, wait, wait. Oh, so your table was upside down to begin with. Yeah. And so you flipped it into the traditional way we use a table. You put your phone... Face down mm-hmm. on the glass and then you lie under the table so you can now watch your phone. And watch a you're watching a movie? Or TV yeah, or TV. Huh.
0: And that's better than what else? What well, problem that solves? Hold it. Don't hold, hold it. it. Yes, yeah. yes. Don't He's right. Hold it for the movie. He's right. Or make someone else hold it. Hmm. Does like it a, need table. To be on a table. No, like a person. You could make a person hold it, which would be more troublesome.
1: There's really no other way to lie down on your back and watch your phone other than what he's describing. Hack.
0: It's a hack. He hacked life. I mean, I knew Cody could hack into the wires. I've seen him get in there and disrupt the show many times, but I didn't know he could hack all the way into my daily life. Wow, that's heavy.
1: Mm. Thank you. Well, mm-hmm. this show is brought to you by Loud Bible. We have a great guest today. Patrick Walsh is here. You know him. He's made many appearances on Pete Holmes's You Made It Weird. And he is a TV writer mm. for what shows? Two Broke Girls. Mm. It's always sunny. I thought we were going to do funny versions.
0: Oh, okay. Go ahead and set me up again.
1: What for?
0: What shows? Um, uh, Three Broke Girls? Yes. It's Not Always Sunny?
1: He's coming right up on Hollywood Handbook. So I'm backstage waiting for uh, Stephen Rue. Uh, and this is after you know The live office space Has been Touring for like A long time <laughs> oh, Like they've been yeah. doing This show for a while Yeah uh, And he, he He comes backstage And he's like Did you see Like what I What happened up there mm-hmm. And I was like No Like what, what happened Oh he's like I went out there And I'm doing the whole Like have you seen my Stapler Yeah it's a swing thing. line Stapler yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And I'm at my desk And the fucking prop guy Actually put a stapler on the desk. Oh, so he Hayes, says, he's like, no, he's like positioning his arm and stuff, so like, no one can oh, see because it's not Hayes, so, the whole thing. St- I'm the whole mortified. thing is that there's not supposed to be a stapler I'm cringing, there.
0: Cringing, Hayes. No, is that true?
1: But he did, he pulled it off because honestly, I didn't see it. Well, Steven's a pro, yes.
0: Oh, Hayes,
1: no. and he was pointing away. A lot, ah, uh, yes. Because I was trick like, of the I was sort of like, what is he pointing at? Uh, mm. And then I guess he did. I did hear something loud going into a trash can.
0: Oh, Hayes, that story made my my. But crawl inside my stomach. It just is so
1: cringeworthy. It puckered me up. Who wants to talk about Hollywood? Hey! hey. Welcome to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names in the red carpet lineback hallways of this industry we call showbiz. What up, what up? Pat Walsh is here.
2: And you've done Talk About It. All the stuff. What have I done? Mm. Yes. Um, you know, I'm a television writer. Mm-hmm. Vine Megastar? Yes. What? <laughs> and you're something
1: of a podcast impresario yourself, what with Pete Holmes?
2: I do the rounds. I've done a couple of uh You've made it weird before. Others would say legendary mm-hmm. appearances on, on Pete's show, two of those. i have done mm-hmm. the Gilmore Guys, I've done uh the the what was the uh the reality show show? Mm-hmm. Which RIP, right? Did you
1: make the touring company of You Made It Weird?
2: You have I been in a live one, you're saying?
1: No, like you know how when he they, like he takes like his the best guys. Oh,
2: then no. <laughs> and you know travel around. Yeah, cruise tour ships. Co. Yeah, uh, no. We, yeah, did you get a, the place of college? I made was it weird on the
1: cruise. Were you on the cruise?
2: I wasn't on the cruise. I did the Weezer cruise, mm. and mm-hmm. I did. I opened for the Office Space touring. Company. Oh wow! One, just right, one day that's
1: right. In, one
2: day on a cruise in Dallas. I did. I did one day. They're Dallas. They style. ported in Dallas. Well, that's a natural fit. <laughs> I thought so, yeah. But I've known you guys forever.
1: Yes, yes, His, yes, yes, We yes. met
2: at uh, Robert Durst's Easter party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He took a swing at you, and I said, hey, Bob, he's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, we were asked to leave pretty soon after.
1: That Easter egg hunt, when you'd, like, go to, like— Open any cabinet or something. <laughs> He'd be like, don't look there.
2: Yeah. I was like, uh, you know, hey, I, I found a bottle of poison. I, there's no eggs, but there's a, this drawer of poison. Yeah, I found a bunch no, of dog legs. No, that is an dog, egg, he said. Legs. That is an yeah. Easter egg. You, yeah. Congratulations. He said, well, I'm not going to walk it down to the ocean, you know, and blinked at me. And just a dog. <laughs> Uh, and Sean and I dated for four years. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I mean, what a, what,
2: what a it wasn't four years on and mean. off of each other. What yes. a case of mistaken identity that was. Well, we sort of turned to each other, I, I guess it was four years in, and it, almost in unison, we said, I'm not gay. Gay, yeah. And it was a a very exciting moment. I was—I've been living
0: a lie. Yeah, yeah, for so long I had been so afraid to tell you because I thought, how can this not hurt his feelings? Right. Um, but to find someone who understood made me love you even deeper. And we dated for another year after that, just because of the
2: both sort fully of fully aware we
0: weren't gay. Yes, and yes. we
2: kept trying the sex thing. And well, it was like...
0: because when you have a moment like that where you say something in unison with someone, and it's sort of like, yeah, you know, you know each other so well, you finish each other's. And the joke that they penises do is off? yes, penises off by with yes, I'm with s- your mouth. <laughs> I, I was I was I was
2: actually going to guess. Oh, go ahead. What the sorry. Next was. Yes. No. Hayes said one. Oh, sorry. Well, we, well, we we did we never finished. Yeah. Yes. That's where you're wrong, Hayes. I wouldn't have guessed that. We never actually finished in no. four and a half years. Yes, and uh, that in was four, uh, of continuous trying. Oh my God, the trying.
0: Yeah, it was not. Um, it wasn't easy all the time, but we were in
2: great shape, <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, it's very physical, mm-hmm. healthiest I've ever been, yeah, Me- physically, not mentally,
0: emotionally, it got very a wreck, very uh, bleak. Uh, yes that we was got dark. we had
2: that poppers' year where it was like maybe poppers will help, Yes. and then just really pretty relentless poppers' use,
0: mm-hmm. oh yeah, anything you could think of to do with a popper, we put it there, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And, uh, popping, pop, like a morning, noon, night popping, mm-hmm. but never the love. That's that a lack needed. of imagination on my part. I guess I just can't think of that many ways to do the popping, to do a popper. Yeah. Oh, it's orally, anally, uh, through the nose is pretty standard. Okay. Uh, orally, which is ear, A-U-R. Yeah, yes. don't put it in there. No, it does nothing. And it's just a waste of a good popper. Because you know, A, a good popper is running you about $20 a pop. And mm-hmm. I
0: don't... I, yes, well, that's uh, that's, that's where very the phrase, funny. That's where the and, phrase comes from. And <laughs> I don't mean this to be making light of it, but... It is true, once you
2: pop, you truly can't stop.
0: <laughs> and that's it's just yeah. like and I know, but you can't. Uh, no.
2: and we were unable to. And and to that, we also tried to pop out of a Pringles can. We put the popper juice is it a juice? Uh it
0: starts as a juice and becomes more of a, a gaseous, gas.
2: yeah. A gas. And we would we would fill the Pringles can with the juice and the gas, reseal it with the plastic lid, and then I'd be like, Sean, Sean, Sean. And he'd come over, and I'd pop that top, and he'd suck in a full Pringles can worth of the poppers. And still, the attraction wasn't really there because, wow. as I said, more into the ladies. Yes, you
0: like
1: that, and I like what I like. Sure. So. <laughs> Did you make, you guys make poppers, or you got, you have a we, guy? We tried homemade
2: poppers. Oh, and, wow. and you do organic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we tried Jeez. to get into that whole craze for well, a while. Well, I want to know what's in it. Yes,
0: when you see too many ingredients,
2: it's on all your these poppers. Chemi- it's all these it's like, chemicals. Go to Whole Foods, yeah, sure. No, I'm a label sure.
0: maniac, and yes. I you know, I admit that to a degree that
2: annoyed me. If I'm being honest, now after the fact, sometimes during our relationship, well, I can
0: take that hit. Yeah.
2: Hey, I'm a big boy.
0: <laughs> go ahead. He is,
2: that, that drove he you crazy.
1: Is, yeah. Oh yes, Hayes knows how I'm built. <laughs> That's sort of what brought us to. We were originally going to do a podcast about.
2: That dicks the problems. Uh, of we, we don't like to problems be of, of being having a certain is, is stature, in
0: a certain physical structure. Yes,
2: and being stacked uh, in the slacks.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Not so crass, but you're sort of tiptoeing around it. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, But that's a good segue, because now instead of that, our podcast is about Hollywood, Mm. and we love telling Hollywood stories, and I know you are a master storyteller of uh, all your friends and uh, all the great relationships you've formed and working on television for for so long, sure. Uh, And we play a game called That's Wheelie Interesting, Mm -hmm. where-
0: Ryan, do you have that theme song for us?
1: Oh my God.
0: That's really interesting. You don't have a theme song? Uh,
1: no. You What's, were supposed to have a series of water glasses with different amounts of water in each one, remember? Mm-hmm. And each one would make a different noise. Ooh. And they had numbers on them, and that was the order you were supposed to hit them That's in. That's what those were for? Yes. What did, you, did
2: you drink those?
1: Yeah.
2: I just met Ryan, so I hate to throw him under the bus, but we before we started the podcast, we very clearly said we were going to be doing That's really Interesting. Yes. And yes. Ryan, was, and he gave a look and that was all like, that entails, on it. we said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I like didn't, burped, I didn't did, see so Ryan. It sounded like a water burp to me. I didn't see him so much as move to get ready for that segment. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, well, I guess we just have to do the segment without the song, which never we have feels the wheel. good. <clears throat>
2: we have the wheel. Oh,
0: we'll spin the wheel. That'll help. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so who's going first? Whoever. All right, Hayes, I'm going to spin the wheel for you. Okay. Wee! Zip, 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 zip. Hey, get out of here! Hey, I'm changing in here! Hey, how, how'd you get in here? <laughs> Sorry,
2: mister. <laughs> Is that
0: the wheel talking? Talking? That was me getting the wheel out of the closet. (laughs) And now it's time to spin it.
2: All that stuff at the beginning wasn't a wheel
0: spinning? That was going to get the wheel out of the closet. And there was a guy in there. The guy was changing in there. And I told him sorry. And so, and I don't know why he was changing behind the wheel, but that's not, I don't bother myself with that. Mm -hmm. And let's spin it. Zoom! And so it's done spinning. And wouldn't you know it, it landed on D.B. Sweeney.
1: Oh, D.B. Sweeney. Sure. Uh, 94. When he's on top. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rwanda genocide was going on at the time. People were looking for a way to laugh. Uh, I had an idea for a show called Shorties Watching Shorties. Which was, of course, two babies, two cartoon babies Mm. watching animated shorts. So you're thinking, like, these? this is, like, short-form programming. What about, like, a short-form human to watch these shows?
0: Well, is anybody in Rwanda going to relate to that? I mean, unless the babies are... Well, at least one Uh, of them has to be played by Patrice O'Neill. Yes, yes.
1: Uh, and so P. that was sort of the idea. Yes, that was sort of the uh, idea there. Uh, R.I.P. shorties watching shorties. We lost you too <laughs> soon. We should have had more seasons. <laughs> Remind me who uh, D.B. Sweeney is.
0: Oh, well, if you... Cutting
2: Edge? Yes. Fire in the Sky? Mm. And I think that's it. Oh, come on. He maybe made a, maybe some a West TV wing movies with Tia Carrera.
1: Really? <laughs> I think I one's know. called Point Blank. Okay. Um, yes. Okay. That makes sense. Because we had them come in to do a short, uh, uh, Tia and DB, uh, to do a short where he plays Wayne from Wayne's World, which Mm. was sort of a misconception that Mm -hmm. we had. We we heard that he'd been doing stuff with Tia Carrera, and we thought Mm -hmm. he must be Wayne. Or at the very least, a Relic Hunter. Yes. So Mm -hmm. they come in together to do the Wayne's World bit. Where he makes his, like, stomach do that rolly thing. Sure. And she Mm. goes, you asshole. Oh. You know that famous bit. Yeah. Something that could really bring the Luchus and the Tootsies together. Sure.
2: I'd apologize for the the accent. To – you want Tia to apologize? No, that's her voice. I'm, I'm saying in this politically sensitive time, I might say, sorry about that voice I just did.
1: Was to cover it? your eyes, yeah. But you just said it sounds exactly like what she said. Yeah, you I, recognized immediately. You I said thought that's was her you, voice. You, you would prefer that I imposed a white version of just, my voice on her?
2: I don't know why I would, you, you okay. needed to do the eyes. And okay.
0: He, okay, well, that's, that's a what because she, it that's is what a,
2: she looks like. Yes, but— And for our listeners, he brought out a giant paper fan.
1: That's what she uses to cool herself down. <laughs> well, I don't understand what the objection.
2: But is But you here. only
0: needed to cool yourself down because you'd been holding a walk over an open
2: flame, <laughs> leading how's she up gonna, to how's doing to eat, fruit. which reminds me of a show I pitched to Comedy Central called "Walk This Way," yes. where I taught and at the Speak time on that, please. I my agent didn't tell me when I went in that Comedy Central was strictly uh, for for jokes for laughs. Mm-hmm. So I pitched this full. Uh, show about how to walk and and what you were doing. And it was really based just around the pun. Walk this way. Yes. We got picked up for three. Uh, I never had a joke. I never had a premise for it, and they just kept saying, "Like, look, you you, you hooked us with walk this way." Yes. Yeah, see, but you like, are where like, are three, three where are the laughs? Where are the guests? Where are the comedian guests? Yeah. And it, we were canceled after one and a half.
1: Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Some don't even make it that far though.
2: No. Go on to you, Tia DB.
1: Uh, DB couldn't do the stomach thing.
2: He's, uh, he's a thin man. Pretty yeah. Shredded. He was
1: he was using his hands, you know, to try and like to squish it, to squish it in and yeah. out, which is not, you know, I smelled immediately that this is not actual Wayne. It's somebody else. <laughs> well, not immediately. It's no, not no. he's
2: fully into the pitch before you realized it wasn't Mike Myers, it sounds like to me. It was when it was. And your only tip off was that he couldn't do the stomach trick. I
1: look at his hands, that he's using his hands, and I say, I don't remember Mike using his hands to do Uh this stomach thing. Uh And then he starts going into like the Scottish guy that to me sounds pretty. Chinese, frankly. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Okay, well, and I know you know something about this. This is like sort of like an area of expertise of mine. Sure. And so, and then I I look at his, what I can see of his eyes, and he's sort of like looking around shiftily, like he's like sort of getting away with something. Yeah. So we sent him on his way, and it was a cartoon show anyway, so he didn't actually need to be there like doing a live action thing. Mm. And I still don't totally know who he is. To this day, or uh, any of the movies that you mentioned that 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 he was in, he was just a guy who I thought was Mike Myers. What for a great a little piece while. of Hollywood lore! Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about that's
0: really interesting is you get the inside scoop of these longtime relationships. That you always go like,
1: how exactly did that yeah.
2: start? You and DB sort of not it's knowing a question who each that, other are that's probably on our listeners' mind. Sure, Hayes and DB, where did it start? Yes, where did it be? and because we yes, see you guys because because in. The magazines, you know, you're out and about, but it's like, where? How did they meet? How did it happen?
1: And you can tell in some of those magazine pictures that I'm still sort of trying to figure out who he is. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, the one I saw in in, uh, it was in Us Weekly, Stars They're Just Like Us, and it was you at a grocery store, and you're holding up a photo of Mike Myers to DB Sweeney. Yeah, in the produce section, and I thought, what's you know, what the hell's going on here? There's a lot of me. You you can
1: see on my phone, uh, googling DB Sweeney question mark. Yeah. Trying yeah. to be, like, you know, D.B. Cooper is, is somebody mm-hmm. uh, Somebody else. I mm-hmm. clearly know that in these photos. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. famous crime. But who D.B. Sweeney is still eludes me because he always looks before my Google search can complete.
2: And he, then where did you meet B.D. Wong? And see. Well,
0: that's <laughs> the danger that's really interesting is we can get pretty far down the rabbit hole of finding out how we met. Sure. Every single
1: All these people who we don't know who they are. I was
2: hanging out with DB and BD <laughs> last week. DB and BD, yeah. Uh, uh, at the Jurassic World premiere, because BD Wong did have a sizable role in that. Mm. They thought, who can we get from Jurassic Park? Mm-hmm. They're going 12 down the call sheet, and they're like, oh, BD Wong will do it. Mm-hmm. You know
1: who I'd be interested in to hear about with you, yeah. frankly? We'll spin the wheel. I'll spin the wheel, and we'll just pray that it lands, lands on the lands one you're on interested the right place in. Place. Yeah. Oh my God! The wheels come loose from the wall. Oh, it's crushing Ryan. <laughs> oh, he's been crushed under the wheel. Jesus. Ryan, Ryan. Oh, it's 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 rolled back onto the wall, and okay, it's in motion again.
2: <laughs> JT Walsh. JT Walsh. This is in a brief, heavy episode. Uh, I was hanging out with BD, DB, and JT mm-hmm. uh, for decades. We met. Me and J.T. Walsh. My last name is Walsh.
1: And so this was a big part of the question and what made it so interesting
2: for me to ask. Sure. Uh, I'm doing a made-for-TV movie with Candy Bergen and Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, It's Candy driving Ken Griffey around town. Sort of an inverse daisy. That's what it was pitched at. Pitched as. Uh, Ken hated white people both in real life and and in the script. Mm-hmm. And Candy sort of helps him learn to love and appreciate whites. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a flip. It was after Driving Miss Daisy. Everybody's like, give us some more of this racist stuff. Now, the Dan Aykroyd role uh, in Driving Miss Daisy, uh, in our version, was played by J.T. Walsh. This is a mm-hmm. pre-Sling Blade, pre-breakdown J.T. yeah.
1: Pretty close,
2: yeah. So they said, uh, you know, who can you get? And at the time, you know, I'm a hotshot screenwriter. I got this really <coughs> exciting uh, piece of racist writing that I've been working on, and I said, "Look, it's really Brandon Walsh who's fictional. It's sure. Brenda Walsh who's fictional, and then JT Walsh who's a real actor. These, these are the people that were I knew they were in my family, you mm-hmm. know. So I'm at the reunion. I walk over to JT. I go jates uh will you play the the son of candy bergen and he goes i've done it can i play the daughter of candy bergen Mm -hmm. now jt was quite mad at this point Mm. he had lost his mind sure uh people don't know that about that about him uh he came in for the role completely dressed as a woman it was not convincing. He didn't even do a voice. He kept his same sort of gravelly thing. Uh that's not the equivalent of the Dan Aykroyd role. It wasn't at all. Like yeah. at this point, things are because
0: you said Dan Aykroyd role, but that should then been Ken Griffey, Ken Griffey Jr. Jr. Son, Jr. Ken Griffey son
2: or daughter. What Dan Aykroyd was tandy. you could s-
0: tell from which color the person, and I, this is not supposed to be mean. No, no, no! But no you no. can tell from which color when you're looking.
1: Yeah, is that okay? Because am I like, allowed to say that? Because yeah. apparently a lot of stuff there's, has been offensive today.
2: All these these new rules. This yes. explains why the AD kept saying, "I don't think they're going to buy JT as Ken Griffey Jr.'s son, don't. let alone ah, daughter." Yes. Um, JT and I, you know, we hit up a long John Silver's. I say, JT, it ain't working out, baby. It ain't working out. You know, you know, you always soften a blow like that in Hollywood with some hush puppies. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was done with Hollywood. When when the when the suits came down to set and saw what I was doing here, yeah. Ken Griffey Jr. and Candy Bergen in kind of a bad car set. It's like so- the car wasn't even convincing. Mm-hmm. We had a canoe that they put headlights on and there were two Guys kind of rocking it back and forth, but not even in a convincing manner. Like, they would rock it all the way to the left, all the way to the right. In and the, I'm like
1: In the reverse direction of the way the steering wheel is going, is <laughs> what exactly. I understand. Well, Candy
2: couldn't get that down. I said, Candy, you got to steer with some sem- – like just like you're driving a car. And she Candy, does inverted controllers on – Candy looks at me. Stuff. She goes, A, I've never driven a car. I said, well, you could have probably told me that in the odd dish. She goes, B – my right is my left, my left is my right. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, you know, I wish we'd gone with Delta Burke because yeah. Delta was very, she's interesting. got that and she has that down. The issue with Delta Burke at the time was she was married to Gerald McRaney and he and I had never gotten along.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, we had a falling out on the set of Major Dad where yeah. I said, look, I think they should call this show Major Asshole <laughs> because of the way you're dealing with with the people on staff. That
0: feels like bait. Yeah. No, I knew, I, I, mean, you, yeah. I knew what <laughs> I was gonna
2: I knew what I was gonna because The way the story started, I sort of felt
0: like, <laughs> like the like the breakdown was a result of some sort of misunderstanding or something, but yeah. but you're taking it right to him. I mean, I made it. You're, you're mid misunderstanding at that point. You were saying it was as a result of you saying that I made it. But pretty it seems clear. like it seems something like happened something
2: before had that already precipitated. That doesn't yeah. feel like the beginning of the story. I also and the you know I'll save this for the the autobiography. Uh, I was madly in love with Delta Burke at this point.
1: Yes, that.
2: I've always loved a a full figured gal. Mm -hmm. uh, Southern to boot, Mm sign me up. And Gerald knew that, and Gerald felt threatened by me. You know, I was 14 years old at the time. He knew I had a a TV movie going with KGJ, Candy Bergen, a a canoe car set, JT Walsh and Drag playing Ken Griffey's daughter. Mm hmm. I was kind of the toast of the town at that point. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And a a bod that refused to quit. Mm -hmm. A rod? Uh, uh, Well, Pat. I thought you said a rod that refused to quit. I said bod. This again? Oh, a bod that refused to
0: quit. Now, is the rod part of the bod? Yes. Did it also refuse to to quit? To to me, the rod is the bod.
1: Having seen the show when it did go up, your... your, uh, The TV um, movie. Driving, yeah, Mr. Kenny show.
2: Yeah, Driving Mr. Griffin.
1: Yes, Sorry. What, the mocap suit that candy Bergen is wearing was that supposed to become like a like a limo driver great question
0: uniform? great question
2: I had the same were
1: you hoping to use some kind of a effect to turn that into something else
2: okay uh when we brought in the suit it was a mohair suit and candy uh-huh. goes again this is an issue'm I'm, I'm highly allergic to mohair uh-huh
1: so I so went over think,
2: to the what? ad I go you know who isn't fucking Delta Burke who I Had in my hand and turned away at the last minute. So I said, Well, look, we'll do it in this mocap. We put her with the, uh, you know, the ping pong balls and everything. And then we ran out of money. So Mm -hmm. when the movie hit the air, as you saw it on CBS, right after 60 Minutes in 1986, she was just wearing the motion capture suit. Mm -hmm. um, And we never explained it. There was a lot of questions. We didn't have the money to fill in the suit.
1: Well, she. A lot of people are touching it. It's uh, like acting like it's fine mohair. <laughs> Smelling it very deeply.
0: You know, Ken Griffey tucks himself <laughs> into it and falls asleep. And which you know, which finally made the sleep mask he had on make sense to me. Yeah. Because for a lot of the film, I'm going. Okay. How does he even have license to be racist towards this woman? He can't possibly see her through the sleep mask. And what was the story with that?
2: Oh, boy. The issue there, Ken Griffey Jr. had a pretty advanced case of macular degeneration. Uh, couldn't see a thing. Uh-huh. So um, I'm like, Ken, how are you hitting these grand slams at the ballpark? And then you come in here and you're blind as a bat. Uh, I never got an answer to that, frankly. I mm, think maybe sonar. he was messing with it. It could have been sonar. The bad mm-hmm. thing. Uh So he insisted on wearing the sleep mask. Again, we thought we would sort of CGI that out. Um, and no one told me at the time that CGI wasn't even invented. No, yeah. Uh, I go up to ILM. I go, hey, can you take the sleep mask off? Can you also take the mocap suit off Candy Bergen? Because I got this thing premiering in two weeks. And he says, look, I'm deep in post-pro on Howard the Duck. I'm talking about George Lucas. Yes. Uh, And we don't really have time for a CBS made-for-TV movie. I said, okay. Believe you me, there were a lot of questions about this. Mm -hmm. I mean, every scene of the movie was baffling. People have a lot of theories. What you mentioned about a lot of people commenting on the fine texture of the mohair suit. I mean, I I wrote a lot of mohair material, beautiful mohair (laughs) material. And oh yes,
0: poetic, you know, monologues about mohair it's for pages and pages of the, pages climatic, of the
2: film, climactic speech, right? Of and the movie. when when Ken Griffey collapses in Candy Bergen's arms at the end of the movie, and says like, you know, I I love you and I love your sweet sweet mohair suit as the final line of the movie, mm-hmm. the fact that it wasn't mohair did that hurt us come anytime? time? Yeah, I think probably a tip.
0: And that was the final line of the movie, but that line was also said at seven or eight different points in the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's something of a
2: callback at that point. Yeah, and calling it, uh, you know, mohair, just simply mohair is what I called the film. <laughs> hmm. Uh, again, the heads of CBS at that time were like, "Look, Pat, we got JT, we got Candy, we got Ken Griffey Jr." You can't call this thing mohair. Call it ping pong ball suit. You know, have the last line be "I love the sweet feel of ping pong balls against my ADR and some ping pong ball dial." I said it's all going to work out, and it didn't. And it, and it honestly, it blacklisted (laughs) me for about six years.
0: Oh yeah, it was. You were almost twenty before. I was nearly twenty got back into the game in a big big way and made a big old splash <laughs> big
1: I thought it splash. was I thought it was purgatory that was what my theory that these characters were in purgatory and that sort of explained some of the like four, weird four decades
2: now I, w- I will not uh, answer, any answer any but questions but I want people to kind of take it every movie is sort of what it means to you
1: another theory I had is that you maybe thought uh mocap was short for mo hair capture.
2: It was. At, At that time, time, it was.
1: I thought that it was
0: they were inside a witch's crystal ball. Mm-hmm. And that she was sort of manipulating. And that's why the canoe's turning the opposite way and all mm-hmm. these things. And I kept waiting for us to sort of
1: pan out. There is a cackle, sort of an echoing cackle. Yes, through a, a yes, a, over off some camera. Of the scenes.
2: At that time, JT Walsh, and again, if anyone had made me aware of this, would have been very appreciative. J.T. Walsh had a real problem with just uncontrollable cackling and ruined many, many takes. Yeah. So now, again, I'm like, well, we'll fix it in post. We'll take those cackles out. Look, I, I'll i say it again. I ran out of money. I ran out of time. I wasn't ready at that point to direct this movie. At 14. But, you know, it's, it's found its following and... You know, I think the people at Hallmark Hall of Fame liked the box office that it did, the home box office. Mm-hmm. To me, it's better than Ratings. Bad Boys, your film. Now, why would you compare the two? Well, what? Yeah. Bad Boys with Martin Lawrence and Will Smith or Bad Boys with Sean Penn?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, uh, well, for me, it's better than Bad Boys with Martin
2: Lawrence and Will Smith. He, oh, okay. Is that sort of your gold standard? Um. You know, I I think it is. Okay. It's a great film. Yeah. That's your gold
1: standard, but this movie is better.
0: Yes. That's my gold standard. And then this movie, I guess, is platinum or something. Mm -hmm. Because to me, it's better than Bad Boys.
2: Shall I spin the wheel for you? Sean? That's what you call oh, Dennis yes. the
0: Menace Pat, as, as well. Pat, would you spin the wheel for me, Mason Dennis Gamble. the
1: Menace? That's well, that's what you call the movie Dennis the Menace. I thought my gold standard or platinum no, bad boys. or bad boys. Yeah,
2: so yes. that's what I thought you were referring to originally. Dennis the Menace is my favorite Mason Gamble, Christopher Lloyd movie. That's inter- that's an interesting choice. It's not a popular choice, mm-hmm. but it is mine. Uh, Sean, I'm going to spin the the wheel for you. Please, okay. Okay, and I got Bradley Whitford. Mm.
0: Oh, please don't make me tell this one. Can we please spin it again?
1: The, the, okay. Well, let me check the rules. I'm happy. I'm always happy to check the rules. Okay. <sighs> It says any spin of the wheel must be that story you have to tell. The story, the name of the person that is on the wheel.
0: Oh, But I didn't know it was going to land on Bradley Whitford. Can't we spin it again,
1: Hayes? Well, let me me check what happens if you don't. If you don't tell the story in the wheel, right as soon as the wheel says you have to tell that story, you have to give Ryan a kiss on the cheek yuck
0: Pooey okay fine alright look fine. at Ryan's face light up though by the way he, he loves it he, he he washed his cheek yeah so I'm captaining a submersible searching for the lost island of Atlantis why now, would you not
2: want to tell this story <laughs> well, you'll see I'll see
0: Now, some of the bolts start to shoot out of the side of the ship because, of course, the pressure's intense. We're going to depths they've never seen before. To me, the real space to explore is not the one up above us, but, of course, the one right here on Earth. Ocean's the new space. Oh, the ocean is definitely the new space, and that's what I was trying to tell Bradley. So he tells me, we gotta pull up, we gotta pull up, and I go, we can't pull up too fast. The pressure inside the cabin will make our whole heads explode. And he goes, give me that wheel. And I go, no, Bradley. And I did something I never thought I'd do. I started to try to slap him. Oh, my God. I'm not proud of it. And I could have stood here and I could have lied to you boys about what I did on that submarine. You just
2: tried to slam.
0: You start, yes. No, 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 no. Well, you started, started to, to try. try. <laughs> I got my hand about halfway up from my waist where it was, you know, framed around my big old belt buckle. Uh-huh. I, I had been sort of brandishing the belt buckle to let him know who's the boss. It said Captain Sean on You're it. Trying to blind him. Yes, an- I was also trying to, to shine the, right the light
2: up. right into his eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it was not the correct spelling of Sean. Can you speak to that? Okay,
0: well, uh, you know, I can speak to it, but I think you'd have an easier time asking Miss Sherry Stringfield because she is the one who I sent down to the laser cutter Uh to make this belt buckle into something I could be proud of. And I said, just make it my name. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know the way she wound up spelling it.
2: S-H-A-W-N-E.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, imagine my embarrassment later that night when I put it on without reading it and
1: went to hug my mom, and she thought that I was someone else. <laughs> and she looks down, and that's your crotch. Imprinted in her belly backwards is the wrong name. Mm hmm. Yes, because it was a big hug, a good
0: one. Yeah. And it wound up permanently bruising her in
1: sort of a tattoo mm-hmm. of the wrong spelling mm-hmm. of one of her son's names. Much the way the Wet Bandits are now permanently branded with the the doorknob initial of the McAllisters. Right. So... What a harsh reminder. Uh, <laughs> Sherry was never seen or heard from again,
2: but... She's a pretty well-known st- actress, right?
1: Oh. Uh, yeah, I think she was... Actually, I think she was heard from. Oh, yes. She was seen and on television seen. She became, and heard she, from in Hollywood. She became yeah, a yeah. famous actress, but she doesn't run laser-cutting errands anymore, that's for sure. Absolutely.
0: Nowhere not. near them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's not allowed to be the headmistress of the spelling bee anymore. <laughs> now, now you're starting to try to slap Bradley Whitford. I'm starting to, so I've got my hand about halfway off my belt buckle. He catches my arm, breaks it. <laughs> oh, my God. And I think I can't believe what I almost did and thank goodness I stopped myself.
1: Yeah, that could have really gotten hairy if you'd
0: actually him?
1: actually tried to slap him.
0: Oh gosh. yeah, no, I don't think we'd be um, even talking about him at this point. I'd be mm-hmm. in prison and he'd be, well, in the murky depths of the ocean,
1: bobbing. Oh, so if you had really gone for it, you think that you would have? I would have slapped him blast clean him out, of the, out, the clean out of the.
0: I would have, if I if I land a slap on him from yeah. where I was positioned, he shoots into the periscope and then shoots out the lens as like a sort of goo. Mm-hmm. So, luckily, that didn't happen. Uh huh. <laughs> he breaks my arm. I, I reset it. No harm, no foul. I start steering the thing, and off in the distance, I get a glimpse. I can see what I believe to be Atlantis. And I say, Bradley, that's it. All's forgiven, right? Who comes swimming out of the bubble surrounding the Lost Island of Atlantis
2: but a Gungan? From Star Wars, yes. But like for real,
0: a
1: real Gungan. Mm-hmm.
2: Now, well, memory. they
0: had to put them somewhere when they got rid of them from the movie,
1: right? They so dumped them into the ocean and they bred. Do you
2: not know about this? I really don't.
1: Yeah, they had to. They it's. They told them that there was apples in the ocean.
2: Refresh my memory. What is a Gungan? Is it Jar Jar? Uh-huh. It's a mystical
1: creature. Okay.
2: With um, uh, war powers. Does Jar Jar love Lo- apples? Loves apples. Oof. Who doesn't? Yes. But. Yes. Yes. Okay. He's yes. a love of apples. Can I – I've got a pop in one quick cue. Why – Very uh, unorthodox, but I'll allow it. Why has the government entrusted you and Bradley Whitford on this mission to find Atlantis?
1: Oh, please. It's not the American government. Yeah. Say no more.
0: It's not a government you've heard of. Mm-hmm. But, like, why were you the two? Me and Bradley? Yeah. Well, I mean, he has some political experience. Mm-hmm. Now, see, I So feel, we thought
2: he could be a good diplomat. I feel like you're blurring a little bit scripted stuff and what actually happens in real life. Mm. Like, he, d- he doesn't have Please anything. explain. He portrayed hotshot attorney... Jack Whitlock on the West Wing. I made all of that up, but he was on the West Wing.
1: No, that's Speak right. Speak on that. Yeah. That, that
2: is right. Mm-hmm. Just a shot in the dark. Speak on that. Um, And he wasn't actually that. He's just an actor. He's married to the mom from either Everybody Loves Raymond married or Married to Malcolm the Mob. The yeah. With Michelle Pfeiffer. Hmm. He's married to that movie? He, well, he dated that movie. Mm.
0: Well, be that as it may, Pat. He was my co captain, and and he was in that companion. Will I Am
1: video, I think, uh, that uh, got Obama elected. So that is political experience, if I've right. ever. have mm-hmm. ever heard of any.
0: If you recall, Blue Bloods, I think he was eating a chili dog with a mustache. So it's not all as black and white as you
1: want to mm-hmm. make it out to be. Oh, and okay. Sean can hold his breath for a really long time. If you were wondering why they would pick
2: Sean, personally. how I got but in there, yeah. I didn't question why Sean was on. Oh, okay, Sean's a Nautilist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I'm a workout machine.
0: Yeah. Now, when I see the and I know we made a wrong turn somewhere. So I say, B-dub, I mean, you got to wheel it around. He goes, no. I go, am I going to have to start to try to slap this guy again?
2: Inside my head. Jesus. I don't do it instead Are you even starting to start to slap him or not even there yet? No. Okay. No, god no. No, that oh. But you god, are thinking I about it,
0: think. thinking
1: about starting which to start probably to slap costs him. you a pinky or two.
0: Well, uh yes, that's true. He saw the glint in my eye and he did uh shoot down, grab my hand which I which was my good slapping hand and uh shattered several of the metatarsals? No, uh, carpals. Mhm. <laughs> Tarsals and was carpels. Close. But anyway, um, my hand sprouted webs and I sprouted gills in my neck and I burst out of the top of the submarine, left him there. And if he wanted to deal with those Gungans, more power to him. And I swam around lived in the ocean. Uh, so that was probably the first time he and I worked together. And I think we also... Hung out a little bit around the time of – what was the show you said he was in? West Wing. Right. (laughs) The West Wing. So we have kind of two experiences together. Right.
2: Now, you said it was Atlantis.
0: No, I assumed it was Atlantis because what I saw was an island surrounded by a bubble with what I assumed to be mer people swimming around it. Sure. But instead, what it was was some sort of Gungan colony. Oh, okay. Which okay. is like,
2: no thanks. Did you ever find Atlantis?
0: Oh, Pat, that's a story for another wheel spin. Yeah, you're not allowed. Let me check the rule book. Yes, right. please get into the rules, Hayes, before Pat humiliates himself. The
1: price for asking for an extra story, and that's really interesting, is giving Ryan a kiss right on his little nose.
2: <laughs> do I have to do that?
1: If you want to ask the question. Let me check the rule book. He he has to.
2: Pucker up that nose, Ryan. Oh, he is
1: actually doing it. I didn't think he was going to be able to pucker up his nose, but two he, words, Ryan: he kinda...
2: or a Strip.
1: Did yeah, you ever find your, Atlantis? Your mouth looks like a cactus. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> yes, I did. Awesome. Congrats. It was in Georgia. No shit. Now this I like. I wish we could explore I'm glad that, I asked. That, that 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 joke further. That- joke yes it's too bad that Do we, we have time to go it's into too that bad we've out of time because that really is a, a rich joke area the atlantis braves i mean it is so good i wish i we call sh- it hotlantis sh- oh, this is all such good stuff this <laughs> is a whole podcast I unto wish, itself should we ask lauren if we could get an extra half hour or that's not <clears throat> enough time Hayes. um well, thank you so much,
0: Pat, for being here in the studio and doing the show Thanks, and for playing Pat, this for game with us. Thanks, for sharing your stories and for making it weird with us. What a brave man. Thank you. And, and so we all had fun, and I remember that I really want you guys to like us on Facebook, mm-hmm. rate us on iTunes, talk to us on the forums, and tell your friends, and
1: please be nice. That's important to me as well.
0: Be good to each other.
1: And we want to give out the pro version Mm -hmm. uh, to a very special listener. And, Sean, who is that?
0: Well, as you know, Eliza Muffins is the listener who won the the pro version version this week.
1: And she gets to hear a great story just for her from Pat Walsh about how exactly JT Walsh died. Oh, and it...
0: Can only be uh, about 30 seconds long at the outside.
1: Just the really, really short version, because I know you could go on for a long time about this, but uh, sure. How exactly did he.
2: uh, Uh, JT was having a heart attack, and I shot him in the face. Bye. Bye.